Battlefront, megachurches, and more. You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast, October 12th, 2015. My name is Cody. I'm here with Joe Morgan and Shelly. So how have you guys been? It's been a pretty good week so yeah. far. Uh, brother's been sick, but he's on the mend, and uh, things are going pretty well out my way. Everybody's sick. Yep, I'm quality. sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm definitely getting better, so there's that. Well, the weather yeah. in Arkansas is so flip-floppy. We had 60s last weekend. It was in the 90s this weekend, and it's supposed to be back in the 60s this weekend. What in the world? Yeah, I have DayQuil, and I hold DayQuil very close when I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is magical. Yeah, I managed to avoid the flu so far, so we'll see how that lasts for the next few months. Get your flu shot. <laughs> <laughs> I saw The Martian this week. How was that? That was awesome. It's amazing. So yes. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? I've heard I've, good things about it, but it's... I have neither seen it nor read the book, I guess. There's I've read the book. book. I did not know there was a book. Yeah. I kept oh. hearing that a ton of people think that it's a true story really what there was like articles about all these people you're kidding (laughs) that's terrible (laughs) no we stranded a guy out there several years before we planned to send anyone (laughs) i guess he's in trouble them conspiracy theorists people nobody went to mars yet I was going to say, what is the basic plot? Is that the basic plot? We send a guy, he lands and gets stuck. And... Well, a team. Yeah. Okay. There's a team there, and the team, something goes wrong. There's a storm they weren't planning for. And so they basically see him die. Like, he gets taken off by the wind and gets hit with something, and they have to leave. Um, so they do, but he didn't actually die, and everything's still kind of there because they basically just left with their ship. Or left to their ship. And, uh, yeah, he just survives off what he has. They have potatoes for some reason. And so that's what he's farming. He's farming potatoes. <laughs> so it's essentially gravity, but on Mars. Yeah. Oh, All man. Right. Wait, wait. All was right. Gravity. One, was Sarah gravity Bullock. The one? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's, uh, it's Sarah, Sandra Bullock featuring gravity, more like. <laughs> I'll never thereof. watch. I saw that movie in theaters with a buddy. I don't see a whole lot of movies in theater. And I went with a friend to watch that one and spent two hours holding my breath. So I don't think I can do that anymore. Hmm. So It's not it's, as suspenseful. There's some suspenseful parts, obviously, because he's in Mars and everything's going to go wrong. It's actually really funny, which I loved. Oh, really? It keeps his sense of humor throughout the entire thing. That's good. Because Gravity was just, like, super intense. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know if it was just me, but I thought it was very intense. It's not. It's not like that necessarily, but it's very survival kind of. It's weird. Like I mean, the humor is basically really sad, but it's still funny. He's like, "Day, whatever." I've officially ran out of ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> He's so bad because he has potatoes. <laughs> our our college ran out of ketchup, and it's the worst. I just want some ketchup with my breakfast potatoes. <laughs> breakfast potatoes? Breakfast potatoes. Tater tots? Yeah. Well, sometimes. Okay. I mean, there's tater tots. There's uh, there's like Greek stuff that's kind of like uh, potato chips, but like thicker. There's other like cut up 
potatoes. They make lots of them, but they're all delicious because I love potatoes. Huh. <laughs> we don't get all that in the South. We uh, fry them, mash them, boil them, stick them in a stew. Whatever. <laughs> potatoes. Um, have you guys played Battlefront? I played several hours of the beta this weekend. I live-streamed it on the official Geeks Under Grace channel last night. Very cool. Yeah, I played on that, but that was... Well, it wasn't the first time I played it. I played it a little bit before that, but not that much. I did one of the missions, and I didn't last very long. Uh, I died a couple times. I eventually beat it, but it was like, oh, what am I doing? I don't know the controls yet. Uh, (laughs) So I jumped in... I didn't get to play that much with uh, with my buddies, but like streaming it last night, I was doing the Hoth thing. I've done the uh, the pod crash where you have to rush to the pods. Mm-hmm. There are no vehicles or anything in that one, um, so it's more hand to hand. And um, I thought it was pretty fun. The Hoth mission was so hectic. I love I f- it though. I love it, but I, I felt lost. Like I probably played three hours of that mission type before I. <laughs> Like Anna oh, jumped wow. in my stream and was like, "Oh, you need to go to these objectives and do these things." And I was like, "Oh, that might help." <laughs> objectives? Like what? I thought I was just running around with twenty other people. I thought I was just 40. supposed to shoot those other stormtroopers in the face. <laughs> That's what I was doing or trying to do. Like, here comes another wave. Here comes another wave. But it's like, oh, you have to reach the pod, and now you got to fight this uh, ATAT or whatever. Yeah, I I was a little lost, but. I'm excited. Some of you who don't I know, guess. Joe and Shelly are on twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. So I'm the odd one out there. But yeah, tune in. Make sure you follow every night, 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> There's a plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as far as the game's concerned, I, I'm excited for it. I understand why some people are a little on edge about it. And um, they announced today the game is going to be $60. They also announced they're going to have a season pass for 50. Like, the beta hasn't even ended yet, and they've already said there's $110 worth of content for this game. What the... They are really riding the hype, the hype train. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want the game, and I've got five or six friends that are going to buy it with me. But mm-hmm. I'm not spending another... I'm not doubling down on that game straight out of the gate. They've yeah. lost their minds. I'm going to buy it, I think, but I had a friend who's going to pre-order it, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to pre-order it, but I'll get it when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, looking at the beta, it looks like there are going to be seven or eight game modes anyway, and, what, like ten maps? There's going to be plenty of stuff to keep you busy. I can already play as Darth Vader. I don't know what else I need. True. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get it. The beta was cool, and multiplayer was kind of fun, but... I mean, I'm not sure because I'm not really one for first-person shooters anyway, but just because mm-hmm. this is Star Wars, like, it's it's a little bit different. So I guess I'll have to see when it first comes out what people think of it and then decide from there. So I was going to ask you guys, how do you feel it stacks up against other first-person shooters? The environment is what makes that game. Um, yeah, it's so beautiful. I mean, you know, you, you, you've got the... A-wings and the Y-wings and the TIE fighters and stuff zooming around overhead. And then, you know, you've got the chicken walkers and and all that (laughs) stuff going around the battlefield. And so it feels like a living, breathing Star Wars world that you're a part of this giant battle in. Um, There's not really a narrative. 
I'm for whatever reason so blown away by the ships flying over our heads being yes. Yeah. I'm like that is an actual player. I know. I don't know. know. Blows my mind. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, I was in that bunker as a rebel, mm -hmm. uh, and the ATAT was right in front of the base. And some dude in an A-wing just smashed straight into the side of it. Yeah. It's just, it's so much chaos going on, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I've played Battlefield and stuff. I've never had that thought in my head. Like, that's a player that's so crazy. It's never seemed weird to me, but with, I think. Yeah, so I don't know. I think, I think with this game, it's, maybe it's just because it's Star Wars. Like, I hope that's not the only reason people like it, because... I feel like that's what a lot of people do focus on and not, like, the actual gameplay as much. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. It's a beautiful game, certainly. Like, I think it's just, like, gorgeous. You look around and it's like, ah, like, oh, look at all these things. I'm geeking out because I know mm -hmm. about this universe already. It's kind of hard for, yeah. like, other FPS to, like, create this world for you because you're kind of thrown into it. While Like, whereas this game, it's like... You already know Star Wars, and now you're just going to be in it, and it's going to be great. So, Well, I think with, like, Destiny, that kind of had me. The surroundings got me stopping oh, yeah. when I was playing just to look at the views. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think the big the... difference between these two is that with Destiny, I couldn't go there, whereas this, you just about can, unless yeah. you're in, like, survival or something. There's all so immersive, so big. I think the thing about this that's going to give me reservation is that I'm used to games like Halo and Call of Duty, um, kind of those Twitch arena-based shooters with mm -hmm. quick respawns and that sort of thing, where with with Battlefront, you know, I mean, you can spawn in on your partner, but if you don't do that, you know, you're back at the base and you're having to run across the map. Mm -hmm. There's there's a lot of recycle time in there, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how it stacks up when it releases compared because you got halo 5 coming out call of duty um rainbow six siege is coming out in december so we're going to get several shooters uh, coming out in the next couple months so huh. it'd be curious to see how it finally stacks up against all of that yeah definitely all right so i guess moving on from there uh joe you had some new releases you actually wanted to talk about besides call of duty and stuff yeah, we're not just a video game podcast. You know, we're covering all the content for Geeks Under Grace and, and geek content. So I want to start doing this every week where we do uh, kind of some big releases that are coming to Blu-ray uh, video games. And who knows, maybe down the line, music and stuff like that, too. Uh, we just got a few this week, though. San Andreas 3D is coming to Blu-ray this week. and uh, Not Grand Theft Auto. Not Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> not, not Grand Theft Auto. This is the rock breaking California off and tossing it into the ocean. That's what I understand. So okay, there's that to look forward to, and then you got Nicholas Cage, I believe it is in Tomorrowland. That's it's coming not Nicholas Cage. It's oh uh, shoot, what's his name? Oh, um, yeah, George Clooney. George Clooney. George Clooney. Okay, yeah, George Clooney. those are the same guy, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> except yeah, George Clooney's in all of those memes, right? <laughs> would have made a terrible so, Superman. He was a Batman. Yeah, you can say that. That's yeah. about all you can say. <laughs> Nick Cage, um, Superman. That's really all that's coming to Blu-ray this week. Uh, but coming to video games, we've got Wasteland Two Director's Cut. That's coming to Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Uh, that's kind of the Wasteland series is kind of where the Fallout series got its start, if you will. Kind of an isometric top-down RPG. It was kick-started again last year, and uh, 
the sequel was kickstarted last year and came to Steam with the original game. And now they're releasing it out on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Um, so if if you can't wait until Fallout 4 comes out, you need your post-apocalyptic RPG fix, that's one you can dig into. Okay. Uh, one that other folks will... This is probably going to get a lot of kids excited, maybe some adults too. Minecraft <laughs> Story Mode comes out this week. And that's coming out to literally everything but the old Wii. Um, Every platform, Wow. Yeah, that's even coming out to the iOS and Android platforms. What's the difference? I don't just say there's a story to this one, but the difference between this and uh, normal Minecraft. Well, the way that I understand this is this is kind of a constructed deal, kind of like um, some of those point-and-click adventures, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Yeah, it's by Telltale Games, right? Yeah, it's yes. Telltale, so it's going to be like that Telltale okay. deal. But yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be real interesting. I don't remember who the big voice actor they got was. I think it's Patton Oswalt that they got to voice this. So you got that. That's coming out this week. And the other big release for this week is going to be Dragon Quest Heroes, The World Trees Woe, and The Blight Below. That's coming out to PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. And that might be one of the longest video game names I've ever seen. And you can't even, like... Make it smaller, like D-Q-H, D-T-T. <laughs> I can't even read yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't work. T-W-T-W, yeah. B-B. Um, but I'm actually, as of recording this, that game will go live in about an hour. So I'm planning to record a quick scope episode tonight. If you check out the Geeks Under Grace Gaming YouTube channel, we'll have that quick scope live by the time you hear this. Awesome. We are Woo. everywhere. We're <laughs> trying. Everywhere. Yep. Pretty much. And uh, let's see. Also, coming out this month, uh, we can talk about some of the games with gold. And uh, So the games with gold for the month of October are going to be the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. If you haven't already got that, I highly recommend it. Uh, I played through that game on the Xbox 360 back in the day, and I'm very excited for the follow-up coming out this year. We're also going to get Valiant Hearts which is kind of another action. It's like a point-and-click adventure, almost, sort of. Kind of a World War One story that shows several paths of, of different soldiers weaved together. That's a really neat art style and a, and a really interesting story. And uh, for the 360 owners out there, it looks like Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes is still available. Nice. So. And then I if played, I'm not... I haven't played any of those games. Oh, well. Maybe I'll get them. We'll see. I heard Valiant Hearts was like really, really good. Like, I need to play Metal Gear games. I haven't yeah, yet, no. and I've always heard great things. I have Metal Gear Solid Five. I'm going to get lynched for this one. I- I'm going to get beaten for this one. I uh, <laughs> I have played through the first mission twice, and I have eight hours on my play clock, and I haven't played any more of the content. In the game. <laughs> So I've played eight hours of that game, and I've beaten the first mission twice. We've got people that are like, unsubscribe. No. They don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) These people don't know anything. Why are they on a podcast? (laughs) I will go back and beat it, I promise, eventually, if I don't die first. Um, And then also we've got coming to PlayStation Plus for the month of October. Uh, You've got Super Meat Boy, Broken Age, which is also a a, a point-and-click adventure that got really high praise. And uh, 
I was actually a a backer for that one. Um, It's a story that kind of lets you flip and flop between two characters, one of which I believe is voiced by Elijah Wood, Frodo himself. That's cool. And I think you can switch between the character storylines on the fly. Whenever you get bored of one, you can swap to another if you get stuck on a puzzle or something. Um, And it tells a a pretty unique pair of tales. Um, So you should definitely check that one out. We've also got uh, Unmechanical Extended, which is another point-and-click adventure, if I'm not mistaken. And finally, the co-op indie game Chariot. Co-op? I'm going to have to get it then. That's my understanding. co-op games for me and my wife. Yeah. I, and that one's free if you got PlayStation Plus, which if you've been playing Destiny Online, you have. I got to get a... Uh... Gotta get a PS4 first. <laughs> well, if you got the Xbox, you got an Xbox One. I don't. You don't. Uh, I don't. Oh, you got. But that's not even a question. It's just PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Going straight there. That's okay. Um, that's how I am. I don't have an Xbox One. It's all about PS4. Those are your new releases, both for the week and for uh, the month, in terms of free games. Very cool. What are you most excited for? Well. Since I'm actually going to be doing the quick scope of uh, Dragon Quest Heroes for th- for this week, that's it. Um, next week, I've already pre-ordered and will be having shipped to me Guitar Hero Live with two controllers, with two Ooh, guitars. Guitar nice. Hero. Nice. Um, so I'm pretty to, excited for that one. Yeah, I got to play a little bit of that um, when I went to PAX Prime, and it was really cool. You really have to like retrain your fingers that's exactly yeah. what i'm excited okay. for right it, there it threw me off so bad huh. i mean i haven't even had i've i've never really played too much like guitar hero i had rock band when the wii came out but i only played a little bit i so, haven't played since guitar hero 3 long yeah. time ago i was a big rock band guy last generation i was super into guitar hero on the playstation 2 like i five starred every song on that original set list <laughs> oh, wow. on the hardest difficulty like that was what I I remember the night that I five starred the final song. Like I sprinted downstairs and were telling other guys in the dorm about it cuz there were two or three of us that were fighting to get that last song five starred at the same time. Wow, that's that's pretty <laughs> he was funny. He's like you don't have proof. I said I've got my my save card right here. I will we'll load it up and I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, so, man, it's it's cool. It's really cool. And especially I mean there's not only uh, just the new control system, but there's also the new like type of gaming where it's like there's always music that's streaming, and you could just sort of hop in and start playing. I think that's really cool, and I never would have like thought of that. I don't I, think I would have thought of that. I totally <laughs> forgot that that was going to be in there. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Wow, and I will be live streaming that for sure when that when I get that in. Um, and next week, uh, the new Tales game also comes out. I know Robert is super excited for that one. Tales of Zestiria. Oh, Zestiria. And that'll be the first one that they've come out with on this generation of hardware. We're talking about things that are coming out. I found out recently something that's not coming out, which made me really sad, is Ukulele was supposed to come out this October. What? It's not really? coming out? No, not until next year. Oh. But it is I still was coming out, so though. so sad. It is coming out. Okay. It's happening. Okay. They just made so much money that they have so much more designing to do now. Well, okay, that's a good excuse. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll take it. I was just so excited to, like, play it. My name's going to be in the credits. <laughs> As a backer? 
Yeah. Yay. Nice. <laughs> it's just there's so much stuff coming out in the next two months. Like that getting pushed back a little bit and getting some more love might not be a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. That was my thing. Like if it, they're putting more into it, I'm I'm okay with it. Make the best game you can. I want Banjo Kazooie yeah. four or three or yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. And I also wanted to talk about this trailer that I saw today, and I don't not so much about the trailer itself, but kind of the idea. So there's this trailer for this thing called Rich in Faith, and it's a mega church pastor. His name is Pastor Rich Wilkerson Jr. Um he seemed really cool in the trailer and I was okay with it. Um I found out he married he like uh officiated the wedding for Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Oh. Well, okay. That's so, uh, high up there. <laughs> yeah, he's like a big mega church pastor um in Florida. They're doing a uh, reality TV show for him. And I thought it was kind of cool. I love, I've got a big thing for like Christian television. Not that I ever watch it, but I'm always pushing it, especially on the Christian news show, youtube.com slash armor coding for those of you who don't know. Plug um, number two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do all the plugs. Um, <laughs> but I'm always like excited when there's like Christian media being put into television because there's not a lot of, it that's any good um my question that i thought it brought up was because it's on oxygen i'm not gonna probably actually watch it um what are your <laughs> guys's thoughts on mega churches i have a really th- this is just me um i don't want to diss anybody that goes to a mega church but for me personally you know the original church met in people's homes mm-hmm. and if you're meeting in a football stadium it's a it's a whole different life. I mean, there's there's a whole different bear there. Um, this is I don't know. I I have a church of about seven hundred that I go to, and I'm only really super hyper connected with about fifteen people there. Uh, we ha- we have a Sunday night youth group. So youth group. I'm thirty years old. We don't have a youth group, but. <laughs> But if it weren't for that group of 15, I would not be plugged in at all right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, th- those smaller groups, I think, are integral. And it, it depends on how the church operates from church to church. I'm sure that's different all over the place. But I have a hard enough time getting to know people in my congregation. I can't imagine a church, you know, 10 times that size. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. The church that I grew up in was one of the biggest churches in the area besides mega churches. So it was really big, but I got into a small group when I was in like sixth grade, I got, I gotta say we've been friends. Like we're still friends even now. And that helped me so much. And kind of like what you were saying, I don't think I would be so, I don't know. I don't even know if I would still be Christian. Like if I didn't have that small group because they just, it helped me so much because I got all these friends and I got to build a community. Like I feel like communities are so important and I just don't really know how that happens. Well, in a mega church, mm-hmm. uh, it just seems kind of, you know, you're going to a concert, you know, yeah. like yeah. if you go to a music concert, you're all connected by the music, but you're not connected in like any other way. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I've definitely had similar thoughts. I go to a mega church right now. It's a little weird. It's 7,000 people, I think. But they break it up into different services and then they're different locations, which is weird. 
Um, so they actually like record the sermon and then put it on a screen. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's really, really strange. Um, but I think like, I kind of agree with what everything you guys are saying. There's definitely a lack of community when you have a church that big. Um, cause I grew up in a really, really small church and I loved that. Um, but I also like this for, you know, a different reason. I mean, the experience is awesome. Like you guys said, it's like going to a concert, which can be really cool. Um, but they also like, I don't really go to the small group right now, but I used to. And the small groups are where it's at, really. You have to go to a small group if you're in one of these big churches so that you have that community. I went through Definitely. a phase in the last two years of my life where pretty much everybody that was in my group, when I first moved here, we didn't have a group my age at the church. I said, you know, can you take me to the young adults class? I was 21 years old, 22 years old. And they said, yeah, sure, follow me. So they take me back into this little room back in the corner. There's a 65-year-old guy teaching the class and one person sitting in the class, and it's like a 40-year-old guy. I was like, this isn't really what I had in mind for me. I was thinking, you know, two or three people at least. Um, So I got to talking to the eldership and, and the ministers, and they found out that there was a real need for that there. We ended up getting a group kicked up and going. We had 25, 30 people that were coming to class and forming a real tight-knit group. And over the years, you know, people got married, moved away, had kids, and just life happened. And we ended up with me and two or three others, and, and people just kind of started to fade away. Um, and so I didn't have that group. Started going to other churches in the area to try to find a place to plug back in and never found that group to plug back into. And finally a good friend of mine that I work with said, Hey, come back, you know, to the church that you went to, we're revamping this and we're kicking it off again. And it's a completely different group than it was before. I'm the old man there now. (laughs) Like I'm 30. Everybody else is, you know, 21 to 28. My brother's 28. So he's the second oldest one there. (laughs) Um, but they've welcomed us with open arms and it has just been, it has been a total lifesaver for my faith with where I was at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I, Mars Hill is like one of the more famous mega churches, Mm -hmm. I think. And that's in Bellevue, which is also where my church is, is in Bellevue. I've never actually been there or visited it, uh, or anything like that. Is that Mark Driscoll's? Yeah. Isn't that closing or am I wrong? I think it is. Yeah, it is closing. Okay. But, I mean, it was there for the longest time. Yeah. And I never huge. I never really went there. They had this amazing band, though. Like, one of my friends would, like, listen to this band's album. I, I forget the name. I think it was, like, King's Kaleidoscope or something. Yeah. Okay, I know yeah. What yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I listened to their music and I really liked it. I really dug it. And I'm like, okay, well... At least they have, like, good music. And they probably have great sermons. Like, I just don't... I don't mean, I didn't I didn't go there, so I guess I'm not sure. But there's just, like... You know, as we said, the community thing, I think, is just almost... It's as important as all of that stuff. Maybe even yeah. more important, like, individually. Because you can, like, hear about all these, like, sermons. But if you aren't, like, talking it out with people, if you're not, like, exploring your own faith and getting, like, the help of other people... I just don't think it really works. Yeah, um, It definitely wouldn't have worked for me. That's all I know. So I think that's with anything. It's one thing to listen and another thing to do yeah. when you're actually living out your life with other Christians. 
Yeah. So I got a buddy that uh, goes to a church. You may be familiar with the church he goes to, Cody. Uh, he lives in Colorado Springs and okay. goes to a mega church down there. And I think – I can't remember the name of it. It might be either. New Life. I can't I'm remember. I'm pretty but... sure I've talked to them, though, if it's the biggest church in Colorado Springs. Yes. It's huge. Yeah. I've been there a couple of times when I went to visit him. You know, it's got they got the whole rock stage. One of the things I think is so cool about this church, though, they have a ha- a, a building that they built on their campus that is 100% dedicated to prayer, and it's open 24 that's hours cool. a day. Oh, wow. Um, and, but uh, that's where he goes, and that's that's really the only mega church uh, experience that I've had. They had a coffee shop built into it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We have, we call it the cafe, but it's free coffee still. Hope yeah, we have just coffee. free coffee, free yeah. hot chocolate in the mornings. They have little it's servers nice. and stuff. It's kind of ridiculous. Oh, they don't even have servers. They just <laughs> do it yourself. That's how, I mean, the last place, like I said, I grew up in a smaller church. In the smaller church, they literally had a table and there were donuts and like a coffee pot. Oh. You would make your coffee. <laughs> yeah. my I remember my youth group used to have donuts like every Wednesday but they paid way too much for it. Like, they could have been using that money for some something else, like much more important than donuts. So they cut out donuts, and a lot of the youth got angry about it. But <laughs> I mean, I understand. I've yeah. been thinking about talking about small groups, making like a geeks under grace small group. Ooh, um, which I think would be really cool. But I'm worried that 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 the focus would be off. I think there would be okay. almost yeah. too much focus on the geekery and having that in common and it would be really hard because you only usually meet a small group like an hour a week right to try to balance it out to where it's like let's sit here for an hour and talk about god with all these other geeks instead of getting into the games and stuff um i think if i had more time and i could make it more than an hour a week it would really take off but yeah our 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 group has turned into like the sunday night one that we've got it's like you know, two hours of we'll come eat a meal together, talk and get caught up on everything for the week and then spend half an hour, um, you know, in, in some sort of study. Mm-hmm. So we're there for two and a half hours, only half an hour of it spent in study. But the rest is fellowship and, and you know, integrating into the lives of, of these people. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would definitely I keep hitting my mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would invite anyone else who's listening, like, if you don't have a small group, maybe make one. And if you want to, make it geek-based or whatever you want to do. Um, if you're in a bigger church, if you're in a smaller church, then there's that as well. Let us know what kind of church you go to, I guess. Yeah, there's always different experiences, like, so many different churches. Like, some people really like the small church because, like, community is sort of amped up there. Some people like bigger churches. I don't know. It's... It's kind of crazy how, like, different churches affect different people so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I guess it's mostly just from, like, where you grew up. I feel like that's a huge influence. Like, yeah. where I, I – my church, I love my church. It's fairly modern. But, like, going to a church here, like, I'm still church shopping over here. And I'm having difficulty trying to find, like, what church I want to do. Uh, because I went to, like, a free Methodist one. And I'm just like, oh, this is too traditional for me. And then, like – getting rides to different places like i don't know it's hard church shopping when you mm-hmm. found that perfect yeah. church 
but I feel like it's also kind of important to not cling to one church. Uh, that's something I'm learning, not to cling to one church because you don't need that one church. You just need a church and you can make mm-hmm. it work and God's going to yeah. be there and there's going to be sermons. It's going to be great. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely plug in. Don't spend Sunday morning at the corner of uh, at the church, <laughs> at the corner of bed, post, and pillow. <laughs> yeah. I also joined this like young life group kind of thing for college. It's called the Inn, and they meet on Tuesday nights. So while I wasn't able to make a church on Sunday, I'm like, oh, I'll be able to go to the Inn on Tuesday. Uh, and that place is really cool because it's just like it has um, – couple of us from SPU here, but there's a lot of people from UW. Most people are from UW because, you know, University of Washington is like the big state school around here. And it's just so cool because we all like come in and we like all don't really know each other that well, but we're all college kids. We're all just like so young and free. We're just like, let's just sing about like God. It's so cool. Then there's also a small group sign up there, which I unfortunately missed, but hopefully I can sign up late for it. But yeah. So one of the things I miss about college most is I went to a Christian university and we had chapel five days a week. And at chapel we had, we, we sang. And that, so you've got 5,000 voices ringing out hymns and there's just, there's nothing, there's no experience like that. And I, I miss that. So Yeah. I go, SPU is also Christian, but we don't really have that because people are just expected to go to, a church and there's like group nights and stuff that happen. There's things that happen on campus, but I mean, they're all optional. None of it's required. So yeah. All right. Well, I think that's where we're going to end today's podcast. Um, question of the day is what kind of church do you go to? Do you go to a very big church? Do you go to a very little church? How do you feel about the opposite of what you go to? Do you think the community is more important? Do you think these big churches with the loud music's more important. I make that sound super biased. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to think of where you can let us know. You can definitely let us know on the website. There's a comment section. And then uh, if you want to tweet at us with hashtag GUGcast, not GUGcast, even though <laughs> it looks exactly the same, <laughs> go ahead and do that. Um, my name is Cody Armour. You can get me at, at Cody Armour on Twitter. Uh, youtube.com slash armor cody that's basically it I'm at cody armor almost everywhere and there's nothing really big going on for me but I know you guys wanted a few things you wanted to plug we've already mentioned but you can go ahead and say it again Joe okay so I'm Joe Morgan you can follow me on twitter at at Joe Knows Games and I'm on twitch at Joe Knoweth Games uh, <laughs> something that I want to plug I've posted about in the community group a few times November 7th, Geeks Under Grace has a team that's doing Extra Life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network. And uh, everybody that signs up, we can give you the information. You can contact me, uh, joe.morgan at geeksundergrace.com. Feel free to write me, ask any questions you've got. I will be more than happy to answer. November 7th, I'm going to be live streaming for 24 hours. I think we're going to have two or three other guys and gals that may uh, live stream as well. We'll be doing video games, board games, card games. And like I said, it's all for the kids. So please consider donating or joining the team. Very cool. All right. Well, I'm Shelly Walter. Uh, you can go to Twitter, follow me at, uh, at 
the shell shock 24 i don't use my twitter all that often but i'm thinking i'm gonna try she to will if you tweet her yeah if, if you follow me i definitely <laughs> will use it more don't worry um get me to get me to use it <laughs> you can also follow me on twitch at uh shellshock24 so minus the the <laughs> um so yeah you can follow me there i stream as we already said on the geeks and our grace twitch channel on fridays you should go and follow that channel because all the streamers are great there's me and there's joe there's a bunch of other people that are all really cool and willing to talk to you so you should all do that don't forget we're also doing uh let's plays and quick scope episodes i'm going to be doing a quick scope here in the next half hour uh kind of a quick shot first 30 minutes of a game on the night that it comes out and uh let's plays at gug gaming uh or i guess it's youtube.com do we have a, a full URL yet, Cody? Yeah, youtube.com slash geeksundergracegaming. There you go. Also, the Mario Maker contest. Oh, yeah. So we are a week behind on the results. One of the judges wasn't able to complete everything in time. We are going to get everything together and announce the winner by this Sunday. And I'm planning to cut cut together uh, some gameplay footage so that we can showcase several of the levels as well as the winner's level for that. Very cool. Um, also, if you guys want us to talk about anything, let us know. You can do that, like I said, through the Twitter or the Twitter. I sound like an old guy. <laughs> through the Twitters. <laughs> the Facebook. Um, yeah, the Facebook community <laughs> that uh, most of you who are listening are probably have joined already. If not, there's a gigantic Geek to Grace Facebook community that you should join. Um, let us know there, and we will hear you and maybe talk about the stuff you guys want us to talk about. If you don't tell us, we'll just do our best and see what happens. So but anyway, you can't, you can't get angry about what, what we're trying to yeah. say because <laughs> we're, we're making up our own thing. You're not telling us what to say. <laughs> yeah, we're looking up Google. What should we talk about today? Not <laughs> <laughs> my mom. <laughs> but that being said, that's where we're going to end it, guys. So keep praying, geek out, and God bless. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, we,